Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. If you're undergoing any sort of business process improvement initiative, there's a number of terms and definitions that you need to understand, and that's exactly what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach the third stage of their digital transformation success. And one of the common work streams and workflows that we help manage within any client digital transformation is business process improvement. Without effective business process improvement, your digital transformation isn't likely to succeed or deliver business value that you expect. But what exactly is business process improvement? What are some of the key concepts and definitions that we need to know? So what I want to do today is talk about the top 10 terms and definitions that you need to know as part of any sort of digital transformation and business process improvement initiative. The first fundamental term to understand as part of a business process improvement initiative is as-is business processes. These are also oftentimes referred to as current state business processes. And essentially what this is, is mapping out your current state business processes. What it is you do today, who does what, how the information flows across the organization, and just what all those steps are within any given business process. Now you may ask yourself, why is it important for us to focus on current state processes? And the reason is, first of all, you need to understand where you are today to understand where you're going in the future. But at the same time, you don't wanna get so caught up in the details of the way you do things today that you get caught up in analysis paralysis and you never get to the actual business process improvements. So the key here is to find that right balance of understanding the current state but not getting into so much detail that we're overanalyzing the way things are today. Now, another term that's important to understand, which is very similar but different to the first one, is the 2B or future state business processes. This is where we take the current state and we build on the current state and improve the current state to arrive at what our future state is. So the way we do this is we analyze where the breakdowns are happening, where the inefficiencies are, the manual processes, the data silos, the organizational handoff issues that might exist. And we really start to attack those problems to create a future state business process flow that really gives us a vision of how we want the organization to operate in the future. So future state business processes or 2B business processes are really sort of like a blueprint to how you're gonna deploy process changes as well as potential technologies and or organizational improvements to help enable that future state business process flow. Now, when we're looking at our current state and our future state business processes, it's important that we do so from the context of the end-to-end -end business processes. So in other words, we don't just wanna look at business processes just within accounts payable and within inventory management and within sales and customer service. We wanna look at the end-to-end -end process flows so that we understand all those different touch points and handoffs and understand where the breakdowns might happen along the way. Now, eventually, of course, we're going to want to dive down into more detail into each of these silos and different parts of the organization. But to start, to give ourselves a framework to work from, we need to make sure we have that end-to-end -end process defined and we really look at the big picture view of the entire organization. This ensures that we have optimized our business process improvement and that we have a complete big picture view 
of how our future state business processes are going to look. Another term that's very important to understand is process re-engineering. Very similar to process improvement, but it's a common term that's used throughout the industry as well. And process re-engineering really focuses on rethinking how we do our business processes. What are the ways that we can improve efficiency, improve effectiveness, remove bottlenecks, make people's jobs easier, automate via the use of technologies, restructure the organization, whatever improvements might help the organization, that essentially is business process reengineering. Now there's a few different sources of process reengineering that we can insert into our analysis of what should be reengineered. First and probably most easily understood by most organizations is just looking at what isn't working today. What are the things that are broken? Where are the breakdowns and where are the inefficiencies that we can attack through business process reengineering? You can also look at technologies. What kind of technologies can we bring to the table to ensure that we bring some outside best practices to ensure that we are streamlining those processes and automating some of the processes that might be inefficient. And then finally, you can benchmark and look to your peers, look to other organizations within your industry and even outside your industry to understand what is it that other organizations do to improve their processes and to be more effective in their processes. And that's where consulting firms like Third Stage that work with a lot of different companies throughout the world can help provide value during your business process reengineering efforts. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. may have heard me use the term bottleneck throughout this conversation. And so I wanna explain what that is because that's an important term as it relates to process improvement. And a bottleneck is essentially a point in a process that the process slows down or gets stuck either because you don't have enough capacity to address the process or you don't have the automation in place or there's just general process breakdowns and confusion happening at that step in the process. So a common example of a process bottleneck might be a manufacturing shop floor where they have one machine that's critical to every production order out on the shop floor. And you might have multiple machines or multiple points in the shop floor that are feeding into this one step in the process and there's not enough capacity there. So that ends up becoming a bottleneck and it slows down production because you only have one machine that does that one step in the process. It's not just physical machines either. More often than not, the bottlenecks are related to humans. It's because you don't have enough humans or the humans don't have enough tools at their disposal. They're not efficient enough to be able to improve the throughput and to really break through those bottlenecks. So when you're going through a business process improvement initiative, it's really important that you look at bottlenecks, understand what they are, and really try to address and mitigate those bottlenecks. Another important term to understand as part of your business process improvement initiative 
is the whole concept of performance measures or key performance indicators. These essentially are metrics or measures or numbers that quantify how your processes are working, either in terms of efficiency or effectiveness, typically. So every process has a different kind of measure that it typically looks at. It could be revenue-based, it could be quality-based, it could be effectiveness-based, efficiency-based, a lot of different metrics you can use. And I actually have a separate video on my YouTube channel that talks about some of the common KPIs or performance measures that you want to consider as part of your digital transformation. But for the purposes of this video, it's important to recognize that as part of a business process improvement, you want to understand what the actual measures are that you're measuring today and understand what you want your target measures to be in the future so that your business process improvements ultimately deliver real business value to your organization. Now, another common term in process improvement, which is a lot like the last one, which is performance measures, is Six Sigma. And Six Sigma is a very quantitative, quality-focused view of business processes. And it's a way to instill continuous improvement and to instill a constant, almost obsessive focus on improving the results of your business processes. Six Sigma became very popular in the 80s and 90s through companies like Motorola and General Electric, big conglomerates that really incorporated Six Sigma into their day-to-day -day management operations. And it continues to be an important term and method used in business process improvement. Now I have a video on my YouTube channel that dives into Six Sigma in more detail. So I encourage you to check out that video on my channel. But for the purposes of today's discussion, it's important to understand that Six Sigma is a statistical based, quantitative, rigorous methodology to business process improvement that a lot of organizations use. Business process mining software is a common tool used in effective business process improvement. It's a relatively new type of technology that hasn't been around for a real long time, but it's highly effective. And it's a way to really go into your current systems via the use of technology to really understand what is actually happening in terms of your current business processes. So in other words, the process mining software can really crawl into different technologies you're using in your organization to understand and quantify how long processes are actually taking, what the different variations step-by-step -step are in a process, and where the breakdowns of bottlenecks are. So it's a great way to augment your qualitative understanding of your day-to-day -day operations with quantitative data from your actual systems that demonstrate what's actually happening day-to-day -day with your business processes. So business process mining is a type of tool and technology and a term that you really should understand as you initiate any sort of business process improvement. Another common analytical tool used during business process improvement is a term called gap analysis. Now a gap analysis has a couple different meanings or use cases in the term in the context of business process improvement. The first gap analysis is typically between your current state and your future state business processes. And this is really cataloging and identifying where all the improvements and where all the changes in your processes are gonna happen. And the reason this is so important is because it helps you articulate, prioritize and communicate what those changes to the business processes are. The second type of gap analysis that's very common is a more technology or software gap analysis. So looking at your future state business processes and what you think you need from your operations and comparing it to potential software options and doing a gap analysis of where those gaps are so you can evaluate your technology options. Regardless of which way you might use gap analysis, it's an important part of analyzing your business processes so you can make the most of your process improvements. 
Last but not least, change impact is a term that you should understand as it relates to business process improvement. Change impact is somewhat like a gap analysis, but it's a little bit different. It's more focused on your organization and what the impact of process changes are to individuals and work groups and departments and locations within your organization. So this is where we really get into the granularity of the differences between your as-is current state and your to-be future state and really dissect and understand who's impacted by those changes. What roles and responsibilities are going to change? What parts of people's jobs are going to be automated? What are you going to do with those people's jobs once they've been automated? That sort of definition of the gaps between where you are today and where you're headed in the future is extremely important, especially from an organizational change management perspective. This enables you and gives you the inputs to create a organizational change strategy and plan that's the most effective and most aligned with your overall transformation goals and objectives. So these 10 terms are the things you need to know as you embark on a business process improvement initiative. But I also encourage you to check out some of the various videos that I've included in my YouTube channel that cover the topic of business process improvement. I have several videos that dive into more details in a lot of these different subjects we've covered here today. And I also encourage you to download our annual digital transformation report, which covers best practices related to the people, process, and technology aspects of any sort of transformation. And it also provides you some independent reviews and rankings of different technologies that might help you through your transformation. So I encourage you to check that out. I've included a link below, as well as links to other materials that I think will help you through your transformation. So I hope you found this information useful. Hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.